Welcome to the Leader Manager Coach Podcast, where we share knowledge, philosophies, wisdom, and insight to help you on your journey in both sport and life. Introducing your host, Rob Riles. Hello and welcome to Leader Manager Coach. Welcome along to the podcast. It's Rob Riles welcoming you along to another program. Now, on today's program, I'm really excited. I've got somebody who um, I know is going to be of real interest to uh, to you. Um, we've been after trying to get somebody who works and is successful in this aspect of the industry for, for some time. And I've connected with a guy called David Lavelle. Now, David is a highly experienced football agent. Um, he's been, as far as I know, for a, a good, good many years working with um, highly successful footballers. Um, he currently works for 365 Football Management Limited, where I believe he's a director and um, somebody I've um, looked at is some of his work. And, you know, there couldn't be anybody better to provide us with an insight into this aspect of the football industry. So I'm going to um, keep quiet now and I'm going to introduce David. So David, thank you for coming on to the podcast. Morning, Rob. How are you keeping? I'm really well. No problem at all. Great. Well, I think the first thing to do is um, I'm going to just ask you something that I'm, perhaps everybody else would ask you is how do, how do you, what's your story and how did you become a football agent, David? <laughs> well, <laughs> Rob, it's a very, very interesting one. And um, it wasn't a career I said I'd do, if I'm quite honest. Um, believe it or not, I was a saturation diver on the oil rigs. Right, right, okay. For the got to 20 years, 17, wow. 20 years. Um, so involved in that, we did a, a lot of a lot of time decompressing. So coming back to the surface, we had a lot of free time. Right. Um, I actually seen we could have we could have a week a week ourselves. So Doing, doing nothing, lying in bed, watching, reading, and doing stuff like that. So I actually seen uh, a football agent getting interviewed on TV. Right. Uh, just local news, very interested in it. Um, I, I looked into and inquired a bit more in the exam. I seen that the exam was pretty tough to do. So I, I thought, I looked into a bit more, thought I'll maybe give this a go, take the literature with me to work. And when I was decompressing, I could study um, in between downtimes, between diving. So we did that. Um, I, I, I went through the RHFA at the time. When This is when the exam was, you know, you had to do the exam. It's not yeah. like it is now. Studied for the exam, got the exam, and never really thought it, I, I would use it. It was just a, a really a goal um, to see if I could pass the exam. Did that. Um, and I suppose then the oil prices then dropped. Um, I found myself with a bit more free time. And there was a friend, a friend of mine back home, um, uh, Jerry Carlyle, who's also a football agent. Right. Sat down with him, had a coffee with him. I, I hadn't told any of my friends or family that I'd done the exam. I, I just right. did it off my own back. Right. Um, sat down with Jerry, uh, and Jerry and I had a good conversation. He was shocked that I had my exam. We went through a couple of players who I thought I would go after. Um, and I suppose that that was the start of it. Right. Uh, you know, I suppose every football agent or majority of football agents start out with lower league footballers. And I suppose I had ambitions, I suppose people would say above your station. 
Um, starting out from, from day one, right. um, my first client was Dan Gibson, um, former Man United, yeah. Everton, Sunderland. And so you didn't start at the low level, then, pal. I didn't start at the low level. It was a bit of a, a bit of a gamble, as I said. Um, it was great guidance through through my friend Jerry Carlyle. Um, he had been there, done that, worked with quite a few of the Celtic players, Aberdeen, these likes of Nal McGinn, etc., etc., and quite a lot of the Northern Ireland team. So it was good, uh, good guidance from 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 uh, Jerry. I suppose then it's then we got the I started getting a, a reputation or a name for myself throughout the industry with with the clubs. Which then I suppose it's it's getting through that it's, it's getting to the people you need to speak to at the clubs. So it takes a while, it takes a, it takes a long while to, to, to get there. But, but eventually we got there, and it's the best move I've ever made. It was a quite a quite a big gamble in my life at that stage. When you're mortgaged, you're leaving a job which which pays pretty well. I was taking some players on part time, working still off offshore, and 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 trying to juggle a football. So did you go through a period, David, where you were trying to do the transition and you were doing both? You were still doing your other work, your day job, J job, whether that was in the oil industry and trying to build up your, your agency work. Was that a, a Yeah, that's 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 exactly the position I found myself in. And I suppose it was it was, it was like a monkey. I didn't want to leave let one branch go without having a having a full full grip on this on the second. So um, yeah, as I say, I got to a stage where I had to make a decision: either either we run with it and we, we stick with the with the football, or I take the the easy route or the the, the steady route mm. and stay in the oil industry. And you know, in, in life, you always have to take a bit of a gamble. Mm. I find, and as I say, hard work and a gamble, and it's it's, it's paid off. Yeah. So brilliant, absolutely brilliant. So having kind of made that decision. Um, I'm always interested. Did it fly, or did it? Was it? You know, I, I I'm often interested in people's stories, and you know, I, I'm a massive believer that even though social media presents people as successful, behind all that is normally years and years of hard work. Um, so, what was it like when you first started out? Um, to be quite honest with you, Rob, we actually find quite a quite a lot of doors closed in your face. Um, but I, I suppose it, it, it's just the industry that we're in. Nobody knew me, and um, you were trying to you were trying to get uh, to sit down for a coffee with the maybe the directors of football. So there was quite a few doors slammed in the face. Um, but I suppose they, listen, they, these guys probably get tortured all the time by by agents or, or, or people coming into the industry. Um, they've got a job to do themselves, and they don't have time for for the likes of, of, of new agents. Mm-hmm. But I suppose when when you, you've got clients, the clientele building up, and, and people have to take notice of you. Um, and, and I suppose that's 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 where I found myself, you know. So, okay, so for for anybody who's interested and wants to know, because there'll be people listening to this who are coaches, there'll be people to listen to this who are players, there'll be people who just love the game. What's what's your, if it's possible, what what's your day to day life at the minute, um, David? Like in terms of what you do, and you know, you get up in the morning, and and what's your day like? Okay, Rob. So I mean, <laughs> my days. People people have have a 
imagine that a football agent has this glamorous lifestyle all the time. Yeah. And they, they, you know, they go to all these parties I see in social media and they sign these players and that's their day of work done for the year, you know, yeah. which, which certainly isn't the case. I'm in the office from 8 o'clock in the morning right, right. through to 5 o'clock at night. Um, and I suppose you have, listen, it's, it's hard work as well, Rob, as in you have to have the mindset when you're in the office that, that you've got a job to do. You, you need to provide for your family. And the only way to do that is put the head down, be successful. Um, so I suppose my, my day-to-day is, is, is phoning around, maybe going to games at the weekends in the evenings, um, and, and then just touching base. Um, obviously, I'm based in Belfast, so quite a few of my clients are, are, are English Premiership or Championship in Scotland and, and further afield in Europe. Mm. So it, it, it does involve pre-COVID, quite a lot of traveling mm. um, I suppose we're only coming out of the COVID situation now and we're, we're getting we're getting back to the, the, the way it was prior but yeah I suppose it, it's it's a fully full on day every day um, yeah. and when the transfer window opens it's it's what I call the, 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 the silly season uh-huh. because it does, it's not just a necessarily just sitting in the office eight to five or nine to five whatever it yeah. you know there's there's days that are very especially coming towards the end of the window where you could be you could be 16, 17 or days yeah you know okay um how okay here's how's how how is the industry has because you've been involved in for, for for a good few years David yeah I'm not sure how many I believe you've been with three uh, with a um your current um company three six five football for what twelve years or something like that is that it's coming up to ten years now. Ten, so you've seen, years. you must have seen some changes in that, David. So how, how is it? How has your role in the game evolved or had to evolve? Would you say uh, over that period? Well, I suppose the, the, the big, the big thing for me, Rob, from 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 when I was when I, when, when I when I got the ticket as a football agent, we started off. There was roughly five to five hundred and fifty agents in the UK. Right. And um, then what they did was they opened the floodgates for individuals who, who if they paid a fee I don't know what it is uh, I suppose every every country is different but you paid a, a certain fee and you become an agent right. if you ticked all the boxes you become an agent so it then went from 500 550 to five and a half thousand people wow, wow. which which it, it turned the industry if I'm honest with you it turned the industry upside down uh, now FIFA are bringing in in 2022 we're going back to the old ways so so you're going to have to sit sit an exam Again, or well, that's what they're proposing. Yeah. So, um, which I think is, is is a very good thing. It sort of cuts cuts out these. Yeah. Not idiots. I, I wouldn't use the word idiots. I suppose some of them are chancers. Yeah. Um, I mean, my head has been done in over the years with people phoning and just new to the industry, and you're sort of trying to guide some people as well. They're, I mean, listen, I'm here three six five. I'll guide anybody who need, needs needs a bit of guidance in, in, in the industry we'll have a chat with anybody whether it's players managers coaches people who want to be agents we, we've always got time for them because I mean I wouldn't be in this position now if it wasn't for as I said my, my friend Jerry Carlyle who, who took the time and you know did it with me so you know first firm I mean I would do it with anybody but as I say Rob, the, the, the worst thing was the, the opening of the floodgates and, you, you know, people don't know what they're doing. It's, it's just ridiculous at the moment, you know. Yeah, 
Yeah, no, it, I, I, I can I can fully understand, and I suppose it's a question of the cream will always rise to the top, but um, the 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 employers and the, the the football managers or or the directors of football they don't always know the difference on face value, do they? Until they get to know a relationship with somebody, and um, you know, so uh, yeah, I, I can fully understand that. Um, one of the things I was really interested to ask you, David. Um, was about the journey of young players. Um, I've worked with a, a lot of youth players. Mm-hmm. And one of the things that I've found most challenging is managing young people, young people's expectations, and even more so their parents' expectations. Yeah, very, very, very important. Those two things have been one of the, one of the most challenging things that, that, I think coaches still deal with, and I'm sure agents do. Is that is that true for, for in your industry? It's, yeah, it's, you know, especially bringing young players through. You have to, you know, you have to be honest. You have to manage their expectations, um, and also the parents. I mean, I've, I've, the one thing that we we, we tell we tell the parents from from day one is at this stage, it's never about the money, never ever about the money. It's about it's about getting that child in the club. That suits him. Not 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 in the any club. A club that suits him. Um, and, and and once again, you have to manage the 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 kids' expectations as well. You know, it, it's it's all about hard work, putting the head down. And um, social media is terrible. You know, young players going out. Um, yeah. Especially when they're in, in they they think they've made it. You know. Um. I, I mean, I, I can tell you one instance. Now I won't mention the club, but there was one which I thought was very responsible of the club. The kids were coming in with their with their Louis Vuitton bags and you know the academy players, and one of the kids then drove in the Lamborghini. Now, everybody everybody knew how much how much the, the kids were earning, and this kid was well out of his depth. So so they, they brought brought all the all, all the academy players in, and and as a club, I thought it was very very mature, very responsible, and just just gave them not a not a grilling, but just a. Just sat down to them, spoke to them, and they got off and said, "Listen, we know what you're earning, boys. You're spending above your means, um, and because you're at a, a certain club, Rob, that doesn't mean you've made it. You're you're a long, long way from from making it as an academy player. You're getting right into the first team and 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 keeping in the first team and and building a career up beyond that. You know, so yeah, it's very, very difficult. Um, once again, I've had parents on with me, um, and the only thing they talk about. Is money, is money, and this is this. You're, you're talking about kids, like real kids, 16, 17, coming through, phoning up for advice, um, and and the, 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 the main conversation, the, the main crux of the conversation is money, which which isn't. It should never be about that at that age, no. you know. It should be no. about young kids going out and enjoying football, mm. getting an education when they're at when they're at the clubs. You know, the bigger clubs are now very very. Very much so, pushing the education as well as as the, the foot, football side of things, which which is great to see. You know, it's music to my ears, David, to hear you so naturally and and obviously from the heart talk about the enjoyment of the game and and where where the finances sit in terms of the pyramid of success. You know, uh-huh. um, and I think we all fully understand it with social media and and the portrayal of, of 
the premiership in terms of, you know, everybody drives a Rolls Royce, everybody drive, got three cars, everybody wears gold watches. Yeah, yeah. Um, we, we get that. Um, it's music to my ears to, to hear that. Do you, okay, so as an agent, you've already talked about the challenges of getting started and, and, and directors of football, not closing doors, but too busy and, and getting to speak yeah. to the right people. What else do you find? Because there'll be people listening to this who might be where you were when you started out thinking, oh, well, maybe you've been a football agent mm-hmm. for me. What, 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 what other challenges are there in your, your world of work that, you know, if there are any above and beyond what we've already talked about that, that you find, you know, still um, think, blimey, you know, this, this is a challenge for me. Uh, I suppose there's, there's, there's always challenges in football. There's, the, you know, I suppose when you when you get to a certain stage and when you think you've got a deal in the bag, and, and I made that mistake when, when I come out of the traps at the start, you know, people would say things and, the, you know, oh, you know, yeah, we're very interested. And you pass it on to the, your client at the time. And, you know, the client gets their expectations or hopes up. Yeah. And that door shut in your face once again. There's maybe a different player they're looking at. So, so I, I mean, Rob, from 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 my perspective, there's it's still very challenging, um, which I love. Um, but as I say, the the <laughs> I suppose the big thing is is getting a deal over the line. Getting that deal over the line. You know, don't 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 overpromise and underachieve. Yeah. Um, what I, what I've what I've learned is. Until something's concrete, you keep it yourself. You you yeah. don't you don't and, and, and unless you've got an offer on the table, or there's something something coming through which you, you have a good feeling about. As in you, you've been a, you know you, you've been speaking to the director of football and and they've given you the word, or you've been speaking to chief executive. Don't, don't mention the client, and not not that you're keeping anything from the client. Yeah. Once again, it goes back to the young 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 players as well. It's managing people's expectations. Um, and that's that's the main thing here. You know? Yeah. Do you find that today, maybe not today, but do you find that players want you to do absolutely all of the communication and negotiation? Um, I'm talking about probably their contract of employment now more than I'm not probably yeah. talking about anything peripheral. I'm yeah. talking about yeah. that that you know that that playing the game and getting a contract. Or do you do? You, is it that some players want to be more in control, um, but still want an agent? To act? How does that yeah. kind of pan out? I, I think. I mean, I've had I've had situations in the past where family members get involved and are do, doing the deal themselves directly with with not doing the deal themselves, but sort of not taking you out of the equation, but getting involved in contract negotiations, which you know. It, it, it just makes things messy. Um, you're trying to fight corners for people and, and someone goes in and agrees to something totally different, um, not unknowing of, of the terms and conditions. Um, I had one player there, uh, he was coming up for contract renewal. Um, we had a couple of other options. Um, some really good clubs come in for him, um, but he, he wanted to to stay where he was. The manager was putting pressure on him and signing a new contract. I wasn't happy with the contract that he was signing mm. and, and told him. And once again, we were the, were the younger players, I suppose players under, I suppose 
21. We try and involve the parents as much as possible because people, they are, they're easy influenced. Um, so we, we, we try and keep everybody on, on, on the same hymn sheet as such. Yeah. So everybody knows where we are. Um, the, the player, I told them not to sign a contract. They're not signing a contract. I'm in negotiations. The manager got them and the, the, the kid felt a bit under pressure. He signed the contract. Um, I wasn't happy. His father wasn't happy. I think there were better clubs out there for him. There were bigger clubs out there for him who, who, who were knocking on the door and, and mm. showed real interest. Um, and then six months down the line, I had him and his father both on, on, on the phone with me saying that, oh, but we thought we were getting this. We had this in our last contract. And, and I said, I wasn't there when you signed the contract. Yeah, you yeah. know, I, I wasn't involved in the contract. Yeah. So therefore, and they wanted me to, to go back to the club and say, hold on a second, we had this in our last contract. Why is it not in this one? And it, it just ends up messy, you know. So, you know, if it, if it comes to a stage like that, there are sometimes you're better cutting ties or either having a conversation with, with uh, relations and, and just saying, listen, this is how it is. Either you leave me to it, or we can we can we can do it together. Like we can have a Zoom call, or we can go to the club. We can sit, sit down. We can we can iron things out on the table. Yeah. But as a one to one, I prefer that that parents relations absolutely don't get involved. You know, it just ends up messy for all all parties. Absolutely. I mean, do you maybe you don't know this because it, it, it's these people wouldn't be in your arena, I suppose. But are there still you know, household names that, you know, people at the top end of the industry who just want to do it all themselves and don't don't want to be represented by somebody? Or is that really? I think that's a thing of the past. I think, past. I think yeah. yeah, I think there was a couple of, couple of bigger players um, back in the day that, that were keen, happy enough to represent themselves and, and fair play to them, you know, in doing so. But I think now that the game's evolved that much, there's that much money involved. And that that you need to nail the contracts. You know, contract isn't just what you get paid per day or per week, per month, no. per year. It comes down to the add-ons and stuff like that there, which which you need to be on the ball with, you know. Absolutely. Um, now, can, can, can an individual go in or can a relation go in and, and iron out their, their daily rate? By all means, they can, or their, their yearly rate. By all means, yes, I'm sure they could. But it's it's just the wee add-ons and extras that, yeah. that people need to know about. Um so I suppose that's what it comes down to, you know. Absolutely, absolutely. Uh, and I'm sure now, David, with the, all the evolution you've talked about and, you know, the, the companies that like your, like your company, 365, and, the, you know, the established uh, people in the industry that, that clubs now are, it's, it's the norm to speak to an agent and, and have a contract negotiation and have the legals ticked and, and all that. Yeah. that that's a norm, yeah. whereas I think probably two decades ago, it was a pain in the... Having worked, you know, yeah. I'm old enough to have worked then, and yeah. it, I remember the clubs that I worked at, it was like, oh, he's one of them with an agent, and it's just a, it was a yeah. at that time, it was just, oh, God, you know. Brown upon. Yeah. Brown upon. Yeah, because it became, you know, they, they the clubs looked at it as a as uh, more friction, you know, and yeah. somebody was it was going to be more trouble than than somebody who just signed it, like like you've just yeah. said. So yeah, um, and and I think you know, I, I don't think I'm wrong when I say this, but I can remember that at that time it was, uh, and as you said, it might well have been when the floodgates were open. The agents overall didn't have a great a great name, um, yeah, you mm -hmm. know. Um, yeah. And it's great to have a, an insight from yourself to to kind of 
expose as to possibly why what why that was. Um, so I've having looked at your your website. I mean, you are so much, and your company so much more than a football agent. You know, yeah, um, yeah. we haven't really touched on that, but uh-huh. you help these successful people with much more than just an employment contract, don't you? Oh, yeah, yeah. I suppose, um, I mean, any good agent will go and they'll look after the, listen, you're there 24-7 for your client. I suppose that's what it comes down to. Um, you, I, I mean, any client for 365 isn't, isn't just a number. They're, they're, first of all, first and foremost, they're, they're friends. And, and, and I really, we genuinely mean that, you know, we should be on the phone all the time with our clients, checking how they are day to day you know i mean there's clients that we have phone but they'll phone us and the first half an hour of the call could be how they got on today how's how's yourself how's your mom and dad they'll ask me about my 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 kids my family life they're just day to day and then probably the last 10 minutes of the call it's it's about training football how you getting on um so to say as as a company or as an individual i suppose as well uh, we we take them on as friends, and that's first and foremost. Um, Lovely, but mate. we also look out for their for their every need. You know, if, if there's something, I suppose one thing in w- which we really need to touch on, Rob, and I think is is very very important, is especially over the pandemic, is the the well being and mental health of the players, mm. which which is first and foremost really. Mm. Um, but uh, you know, on top of that, you know, we have like an open door policy. We 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 we, we want we want players if there's any issues or give me a call. You know, whether it's three o'clock in the morning, mm. lift the phone. If there's something annoying you, lift the phone. We're, you, you know, I'm not saying we're like the Samaritans. That's, that, that's not what I'm saying. No, but but if, we, yeah. if, if we can help in any way or we can alleviate any any problems or, or, yeah. or, or any issues. But I suppose that's that's first and foremost. And then I suppose day-to-day living, we, you know, we, we've, we've contacts throughout, throughout Europe um, in relation to, um, like, car deals for the players, we get them better deals, house insurance, mortgages, right. financial advisors, and um, all of which we we we've trusted, we trust one million percent. We've we vet these guys before we take them on board. Even things like tailors with the we, 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 you know if the guys need a suit, we 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 we've a we've a, a tailor there that we work work with and that he works with quite a few yeah. um players. He, he's based in Liverpool and he actually do, he, he, he does the Liverpool football team. Um, so we, we have contacts like that all over, even things down to watches and, and, and day-to-day living, insurance, yeah. everything. No, it's um, it's amazing. And what's really, what really resonates is the fact that you are into long-term relationships and you're not just, you, you know, you, you all the, what comes out, David, is that, you know, you care about the player's well-being for the benefit of everybody because... Um, you know, I'm sure a happy player is a is yeah. better for everybody. Yeah. I'm, no. Do you ever look at the results and think, "Oh, I might get a phone call tonight"? Do you ever? Does that ever happen? <laughs> no, it's not. And to be honest, with you, well, you always get like I suppose well, we touch base all the time. And, and listen, everybody likes a bone. Uh, get get things off the sh- yeah, off, yeah. The, off, off the shoulders. And but um, listen, we, we all have a have a good a bone with somebody. So um, if 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 there's been a bad result. We'd, we'd get a call or I'd, I'd make the call and like suppose listen it's football chin up and get on with it and train harder and 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 yeah. it's, I know it's a team it's a team effort that, go, that goes in but you know you might have one or two on the team that aren't pulling their weight 
um, and, and, and bring the rest of the team down. But you as an individual, all you can do is your best. And if you train hard and you, you put that effort in the pitch as well, it, it, it'll, it'll be recognised by all, you know. So so don't don't get downhearted, I suppose, is, is what we what we say. Because the team's had a bad result doesn't mean you've had a bad result on the day, you know. Yeah, no, it's... Um... It's, yeah, it's totally understandable. I mean, this is this is just a, a wonderful conversation. I mean, where, okay, where do you see either the industry as a whole? You've already talked about the possible reintroduction of of examinations for for agents to to, to make that you know a better a better aspect of of the pro game. Have you got any insights on where you see the industry going, or or even more? poignantly your own company in terms of you know i'm not asking you to give away all your your plans and stuff but you know how, how do you see the future for, for for a football intermediate or an agent i think i think you know there's been as i said to you before uh, in relation to opening the floodgates i think we we need to we need to stem the flow of agents coming through we also need agents that know what they're talking about yeah um i suppose that's the main thing so I suppose bringing 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 back the, the exam is I think it's a great idea. Um, agents, as as yourself and everybody's aware, some agents are we've got a bad name for ourselves. And I, I, there's a, I suppose in every, every industry you get a couple of rotten eggs, and that's mm. that's what's tarnished us. And um, we're called money grabbers, which certainly isn't the case. Um, I mean, we we had a dealing through with a with a Premiership club a couple of years ago. Um, it, was, it was a last minute thing and one of the chief executives of the Premiership Club I spoke to him and I told him what our fee would be on the deal and it was a, it was about a third of what it should have been um, it, it, it's, it's establishing that relationship with them mm. um, his it, it, words to me were are you happy with it David? and I, I replied I said no no more importantly are you happy? He, he says I'm very happy so it's not listen we're not all out after money um, to start off with, it's about mm. it's about enjoying your job. And mm. um, life's life's very hard if you don't enjoy your job. Absolutely. And my job isn't doesn't seem like work. Um, I enjoy it. I go in the office. I get out to, to see people. Don't get me wrong. You, you, you know you you do have your 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 good nights out where you go for dinner with players or agents, other agents or or, or directors of football chief executives. You have all that, and you have award nights as well, which are fantastic. But um, I suppose it, it's it's the love of the job is mm. is, is, is why I do it, and, mm. and I genuinely mean that. I love my job; it's it's fantastic. I, I should imagine that recommendations, having worked in football, mm-hmm. I don't think there's many industries that are as somebody once used the word incestuous, which I find a little bit. I'm not sure it's the right word, but no. I get what they meant. They meant that. Trust is a key, 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 is so enormous. I think trust in life is enormous, but I think it's magnified in the game because possibly of what you've alluded to, that there are people who are trying to make a quick buck, take advantage. They want to be seen with pros. They want to, if they can make, you know, a million dollars in one deal and all the rest of it. I think players learn very quickly to be guarded to to look after their own circle for the family reasons and all the things we'd do. Um, so, you know, I, I would imagine that word of mouth 
is is enormous feat for you guys um, in terms of your work. Um, is that something? Would it be true in saying that? No, it's it's very very much so. Um, I mean, there's 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 some clubs that would phone us up uh, in the transfer window and and ask us to to help with transfers of certain players. Um, and I suppose they don't want the players' names getting rattled about everywhere. So yeah. it would be David. You're the only individual we're telling, the only agent we're telling about this. And only go and speak to the chief executives or the directors of football who you trust um, 100%. And to be fair, all the, or sorry, all the directors of football and all the chief executives, if you, you know, any of the ones that I know in the Premiership or Championship, and, and both in England and Scotland, um, you, you trust them impeccably. You know, you, you know that because it works both ways. If they phone me up and says we've got a player here, we don't want every every individual knowing about it. We want certain clubs that you trust and you think you fit into. And um, you know, so so if, if they're gonna if they're gonna tell tell the world, yeah. it, could, it could happen to them as well. So you know, listen, there's a, we we have a great relationship with them, um, and I suppose that's I suppose it's 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 just being open and honest with everybody you know. But it's it's having that. I suppose the clubs have, having that security and, and, and I suppose it, it, it's good for, for us as a company and, and as an individual that they feel confident that they can tell you that yes, and you're the, yeah, only, you're, you're the only agent. So mm-hmm. if, to be honest, it does put a smile in your face that and you're talking big, big name players here. You're not, you're not talking, you're not talking like lower, lower down tiers. You're talking some, some big, big players. And yeah, I suppose it's, it's, it's a compliment it's a compliment and shows their confidence in, 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 in myself and, and 365 as a company, you know? Yeah, no, that's fantastic. That's fantastic. So, David, you've given us such, blimey, in, in you know, a short time, you've given us such a wonderful insight in, into your industry. Um, it, it's fantastic. Just to kind of round it off a little bit, um, and, and this is for you to kind of help, help, you know, promote somebody who's obviously doing things that I, it is obviously my opinion, but I'm sure everybody would agree the right way. I mean, you, you know, we could, I think that's backed up by the fact that you've been around a long time and, you know, um, you, you're successful and, you, you know, you, you deal with, with people who can pick and choose. So if anybody wants to get in touch with you, if they think, you know, blimey, bet, uh, you know, um, I bet, you know, I could, I could, I need some help. I need some advice. Um, you know, I'd, I'd, I'd be looking for for somebody to 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 kind of give me something without pressurizing me. That kind of thing. You know, they can get in touch with you if they think that you're the you're the, the you know the, the the guys to deal with. Correct, correct. I mean, get get. You can obviously go on to three six five, the, the website three six five football dot com, um, and the contact details are on there. But I mean, we've had so many players that. Rob, that have phoned us up. Um, and, and listen, we're not trying to sell ourselves. We don't have to sell ourselves. We'll have a chat with the player. We'll have a chat with, with them. Um, and at the end of the conversation, I, I always give them one bit of advice. And my advice is whether you go with 365 or you go with another agent, um, always do your due diligence on, on, on them. Um, find out, you know, there's that many... People who who I suppose make them out make themselves out to be bigger than they are. Um, they, they 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 say they've got contacts in clubs and um, they're phoning the reception at the training ground. 
um, which isn't a contact. You know what I mean? It's, it's people chancing their hand. Yeah. So just, just, just one hundred percent. I would always say, you know, phone up, have a chat. Maybe we're not the agent for you. You know, you might get that feeling. We might get that feeling. But we're all always open and honest. Um, the amount of players that we we just don't feel that we could do anything for. Also, you know, we'll always be open and honest. But just. Just make sure that the people are who they say they are whenever you get involved with them. And just make sure, as I say, with the with the floodgates, and I know I keep alluding to the, the, these floodgates, but with, with them opening, um, there's so many people out there, chancellors, as I would call them, chancellors, yeah. chancellors in their hand, um, alluding to something that, that they're not. And and they, they, they get people to sign these contracts, which ties them in for two years and these guys have no contacts in any club so they're sending, they're sending, kids are sending contracts um, and and these agents are, are running around having a clue what they're doing have no contacts in clubs so you know that's one if anything comes out of this you know my one bit of advice is always always to speak to clubs speak to players speak to individuals about the about the agency or the agent you get involved with, mm. um, and as I say, as far as myself or three six five are concerned, you know, we've never had any complaints so so far, <laughs> so far. But, no, yeah. and I'm not surprised either. Um, you're listen. It's it's okay having a jazzy website. It's okay looking okay, but it doesn't take long to speak to somebody when they and the words they use tell you everything that um, you need to know. David, it's been a complete pleasure. Um, it, it's been eye-opening for me, uh, and, I, and I hope it's been enjoyable and insightful for, for the listeners. So I just want to thank you for your time. Thank you. I know you're going to be more successful because I can just tell by the kind of the words that you say and, and you know, you, you, you create a warmth that, that anybody really would want to be involved in. So, um, look, if you're out there and you are at a level in the game that you think that David could uh, and three six five football management can can be something that would uh, be helpful to you, then um, you know, look him up. We'll put all the details in the show notes. But David, thanks ever so much for your time, and thanks, um, Rob. you know, it's been brilliant. All the best, pal. No, no, appreciate it. Thank you very much, Rob. Have a lovely day. Leader Manager Coach podcast is available via the Leader Manager Coach app. Download it now to access the rich resource of unique, insightful and educational material to help you on your own journey in football, sport and life. Leader Manager Coach. For the game. For life. Available now on Google Play and Apple App Store.